The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Quests in Chaos podcast network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. You are listening to Natural One, a campaign set in the dark fantasy homebrewed world of Raz More, led by myself, Dungeon Master Bo Christian Williams. I'm James Aaron O, and I play Sen, a half-elf roguish wizard who is the smartest person in the room. I'm Laura Domingo, and I play Vivi, someone who longs for adventure and likes to think she has quite the nose for sniffing it out. I'm Aaron Acosta, and I play a dragonborn paladin named Mayhem Zero. Or Mayhem. Or just Zero. Or Mayhem Zero. Or Mayhem Zero. I'm Kelly, and I play Rhea, a half-elf druid, teenaged opportunist, with a fondness for turning into cats and making it rain on people I don't like. Hello, I'm Lauren Russo, and I play Natrix, a tiefling assassin rogue and the party's seductive cuckiness. And together, we are Natural One. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're go. about to be. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Natural One. Um, as always. Uh, hey, guys. Real real big sorry on that one. Uh, when I wrote these dreams three weeks ago, I, I made sure that I was like, yeah, but you got to make sure there's trigger warnings out there for this stuff because it's going to get intense. <laughs> and then three weeks later, forgot. Uh, so I apologize to everyone for that one. Um, but, but yes, uh, again, there will be strong content. Um, uh, in this in this show, <laughs> so um, yeah, if if you are uh, a little queasy with certain certain things, I will try and make sure that I'm calling that out before they before they happen. Mm-hmm. Right, I think violence is a given, but uh, kind of the other kind of uh, deeper stuff is can be a little disturbing. So I want to uh, apologize for not prepping everyone properly for that, and let you know that um, welcome back to Net One. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We also have um, a raid. Holy cow! We have a raid. Raid shades. Okay. Raid shades. Look at all of these wonderful raid shades. Holy Look shit. at these different colors of raid shades. We've all got bleed uh, We have one for you though. <laughs> I we I, we have one for James. We have James is here. <laughs> are, they, are they within reaching distance? I will put, yeah, put, put them all on, on your head. Put yeah, them all on James. I will tape them, them to the screen. I will tape them to the screen. I'm like, wait, where did no, we look good? No, they're, they're, they're in the booth. Thomas, okay, oh. shade is tape. <laughs> Real quick, the raid is by Fabled42 and uh, GW, an amazing guy, good friend, um, not only of the show, but good personal friend. Thank you, GW. Thank you, Fabled42, for the raid. Hey, we got a charity stream that's coming up here November 26th. That's the day after Thanksgiving. Those are great, James. Those are yes. awesome. Yes. I love those. Yes. I'm my, by my girlfriend, Anne. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you, oh, Anne. Awesome. Anne. Awesome. Shout out to Anne. Shout out to Anne. Uh-huh. 
All right. Uh, so, hey, GW will be on our charity stream on the 26th, day after Thanksgiving. We're doing a 24-hour charity stream, and we're partnering with a lot of people to do it, and GW is coming in and being on our stream. So, very much uh, big thanks to GW and also uh, Fabled42 um, and as well, McDonald is going to be here as oh, well. That's fantastic. So, yeah, it, it's going to be great. Both of them um, were on Ukador, of course, uh, in, the, in the early days here at QNC. They're over at Fabled42 and they're going to be joining us for this awesome 24 hour charity stream. So, thank you guys. Thanks for the raid. Uh, we miss you. We'll see you then. <laughs> Um, okay, now we are going to do a, a giveaway. Um, so just Raiders know we're giving away a Nord Games deck right now. It's the, well, what is it uh, there, Lauren? What's it called? Treacherous Traps. Ooh, Treacherous Ooh. Traps. Uh, what are the specific levels for that? Levels 9 through 12. 9 through 12. Ooh. So those, those traps are going to pack a punch. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or rocks. Or <laughs> yeah. lava. Nice. Or... <laughs> They're gonna beat uh, you up. <laughs> the cards are So you guys can enter hashtag chaos into the chat to get in on that giveaway. You gotta be present to win, so stick around. This deck makes it much easier if you're a GM or if you know a GM who needs a little help that's for your game. You can say, hey, look what I got. You can use this for our game. Yeah, Fuck I'll... us up! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck us up! <laughs> well, it, it takes a lot of the, the pressure of the preparation. Okay, I've got to figure out what traps yeah. I want and how much it's going to do. So you don't got to hand make every trap now. You know, you have a nice little deck where you can plan it out. So that's really nice. <laughs> okay, so that's awesome. Uh, another big uh, announcement here, guys. We have 1,000 bits that came in Ooh. from Ingevar Chaos. Ah, hey! Thank you, sir! And these go to Bo. Uh-oh. <gasps> Uh-oh, to the DM for some awesome Good. dream sequences. Good. Thank you. Uh, no. Thank you, Ingevar. That makes four bits that I have. Should I buy a card since these are going to go away at the end of the game? Just oh. buy two cards for the for the DM so I have that throughout the month? I might. Yeah, Thomas is shaking his head. No, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, have I would definitely say yeah. that too, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see him. No, no, I can the see it there. TV. Everyone's saying yeah, yes. No. In Thomas's heart, he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so thank you, Ingevar Chaos. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks to Fabled Forty Two for the raid. All right, let's get right back into it. All right, Ray. During the night, you have kind of a restless sleep, owing to a dream you are having. You come to in your dream. Your father, Esquivel, is out front with you. And you're playing. You're quite young, only about four or five. And he's teaching you how to sword fight. He says, ah, if you're going to grow up to adventure, you're going to have to learn how to strike like this. And he comes in with his little wooden sword and he pokes you in the tummy. <laughs> he's like, ah, I got you. And I squeal and giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, show me what you got, huh? I'll look around. Do I also have a little wooden sword? You do. I'm going to look at my little wooden sword and smile and do like one of those little, the kid things where they like, 
they're, they just like scream, like happy scream, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I can make this big noise. <laughs> and then I'm going to like run at him. Like I'm not even going to swing. I'm just going to run at him. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to run right at him and he's going to move to the side and he's just going to, as you're going by, kind of hit you with, with, a, with a little sword there. And he goes, ah, I got you. I like your energy. Now focus it. Come at me. I'll say, as I'm running past him, I'm going to turn around and smack him in the back of the knee. <laughs> <laughs> you are my daughter. <laughs> and then he's going to um, go, okay, now, block! And he's going to come over real big up top. <laughs> he's not going to hit you. <laughs> Here's the nightmare. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Let's... Oh my! <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna go to lift her little wooden sword up. Okay, he's gonna hit it, and he's gonna go. Oh, you are too fast! Now, as you see, I am open. What do you do? Punch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a mighty punch! Oh, oh, no, I'm going down. <laughs> and he falls, and his long, big, curly hair that's down to his shoulder blades and further is just is going all over the place, and he's getting, like, twigs in it and stuff <laughs> like that, and he doesn't care, and he, he grabs you, and he's like, oh, you got me, and he's kind of rolling around with you um, and playing, and he's like, ah, but you did not finish me off, so now I will tickle you! She's going to start screaming and laughing and trying to, like, crawl, like, crawl, like uh, claw at the grass to, like, crawl away. <laughs> And you hear someone from inside um, go, that's enough, darling. It's time to get cleaned up for dinner. We don't want our daughter to look like a mess all the time, right? Uh, He's sitting there, he's like, ah, ah, Les, your mother is right. Let's go in and get you cleaned up, huh? She's gonna just, the biggest frown, like (laughs) full on, lips all the way down and look at her dad and just go puff out her cheeks and go like <sighs> and then flop her arms on the ground <laughs> like a little temper tantrum <laughs> i know i know but she is right let's go get some dinner huh you'll feel better when you've had something to eat she's gonna kind of look over and then get up and like reach for his hand <laughs> he's gonna pick her up and grab her by you know pick her up and uh, put her kind of right here so she's a little taller than he is. And he goes, don't worry, tomorrow is another adventure! <laughs> as they, they go. point her little wooden sword towards the house as they go. Onward! <laughs> as he like kind of takes you in, um, like you're on a ship or something, like uh, As they come in, he's like, okay, no, go, go get ready, go wash your face. Look at you, you've been rolling around in the dirt, go wash your face. She starts dragging her feet into the house to go wash her face. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes in the house, um, and she, you hear, you know, you're going to wash your face, and you hear your mother kind of being like, why, why do you insist on doing this with our daughter? She is meant for more than this. She is meant for so much more. She comes from... She comes from my blood. She's meant for so much more. I was like, no, I'm just trying to have fun with my daughter. It's okay. No harm done. And he's like, well, we're gonna have to stop that when she starts to get older. As you hear that and you start coming back in, 
Um, <clears throat> he says, look, she's going to be who she's going to be. She's a free spirit like me. And she says, that is what I am afraid of. And you encourage it consistently. Encourage it. You will not corrupt my daughter. She will not live your life. No. In fact, this is the last time. This is the last time that you will corrupt her. And as you're watching this as a small child looking up at this, um, he goes, don't worry. It will be okay. And he goes in for a kiss and he starts to kiss her. And then you see him go, in his mouth while it's still kissing her. Um, and he pulls back. And as he pulls back, you see that her jaw has detached into separate little mandibles here. And has come out like this, right? Out of her mouth. Um, these, these two uh, like insect-like mandibles. And you see his face, his eyes go wide as she <laughs> sinks those into his head and his face and starts gnawing and biting off chunks as she kind of holds him up. And just one bite after another, she consumes his head and throws the body away. Then she looks back at you, blood running down her chin. And she says, with the mandibles, <laughs> don't worry, Rhea. We're gonna be much better off now. Cut two. You wake up in some kind of tropical environment, fully grown. You don't know where you are or why. It's tropical, um, jungle all around you. You see in the distance some kind of aura around a tree in the distance. It's very strange, almost like a red aura emanating from this tree. As you get closer and closer and closer, you start to see this is no ordinary tree. You see in front of you kind of a, a river or, or a little like uh, body of water there that's just kind of calm. It's not too fast. And this tree is on the bank up here. As you get closer to it, you wade out into the water. The water is red as well. And you step up and you look at this tree you notice that this is a tree that seems to be breathing. And as you get closer, you notice there is no wood on this tree. It is a tree of flesh. It looks like a tree, but it's made of flesh and it heaves. And every time it heaves and exhales, you see blood secrete out of it and drip down. You look down into the ground and you see kind of the places in the earth where you can see the roots underneath. It's, it's 
um, it's close to the surface, these roots. And you can see even those under the ground are breathing. You watch that blood flow into the river. It looks almost like a tumor, if you will. You know, there are black spots on it. There are teeth coming out of it. There's hair coming out of branches. The roots out of the grass there come out. Little thin roots kind of up like this reaching out for you. You've seen something similar when you first communed with nature. And you can tell that they're trying to communicate with you. As you're doing that, uh, are you gonna reach out or no? no? <laughs> I'm gonna take two real big sort of shaky steps backwards. Steps back, steps back. At that point, you see it kind of undulate a bit. And at the base, kind of not at the bottom, but on the trunk, kind of at uh, head height, you know? Um, you see a face appear through the flesh of the tree. It's not a true face, it's as if a face was protruding into the flesh, and you can see the outline of it in the tree. This face is of Karuk, of the Marakute. You guys met him in uh, Karma. Is it Karma or Hiria? One of the two. Um, I think it was Karma. I think it was Karma. You see Karuk, and you hear him speak through the muffled of the tree. He says, Help, Rhea. you see another face of the Marakute, Migisi, one of the women who helped raise you, one of the Tief women. stop the backing up and when she sees the faces she's gonna start to sort of lean forward and then run to the flesh of the tree to the to their faces and try to like pull the skin off to like get to their face to try to get them out of the tree as you start clawing at it all of a sudden the tree <laughs> reaches out and grabs you and pushes you into it it's not even like branches it's the flesh of the tree just <laughs> grabs you, folds itself around you, puts you against it, and you feel as it's pressing up against you, you start to mesh as it gets into your head. Start screaming and trying to pull myself out of the amoeba tree. <laughs> Make a strength check. Oh, uh, oh seven. 
Uh, you pull, and it's futile. You try and get it, and you get it. And as soon as it gets into your head, you hear all of these voices saying terrible things to you. You hear Karuk, uh, Megisi, saying, you were never worthy to be with us anyways. You abandoned us. The Marakute does not need you. And then Karuk says, even Elistre will abandon you. You are no druid. And um, as it grabs you, it pushes you closer and closer and you start to feel like your flesh is congealing and melding with this thing. You feel fog in your head as it slowly starts dissolving what is you and adding it to the tree. And that's when you wake up. The last thing you see in your dream is your face then pop up behind the flesh. Um, as soon as she wakes up, or as soon as I wake up, she's going to be like ripping any blankets, anything that's like over her is just like off. It's on the other side of the room. She's like hucked it as far as she possibly can. And she's going to sort of, <sighs> and like feeling her face and her body. And she'll really quick go like, and druid craft just a little bit to see if she can get like the little falling petals and um, run her fingers through her hair as much as you can. <laughs> um, and she's gonna get up out of bed and um, kind of look out the window there and um, kind of see what, what can she see from the window? Uh, you have night vision, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you can see out there, it's a quiet night. It's, it's um, you know, between three and four in the morning. Um, you, you look out there and you can just see some of the lanterns that are still lit down the main streets. Um, but down this one, that's off in the distance. This one, it's all, it's all dark. It's a lot of building, 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 yes. building, building. Yep. Um, she's going to turn away from the window and start running down the stairs and she's gonna make a beeline for the backyard and just throw the door open um, and start breathing in the night air, like as to try to slow her, her breath a little bit. Okay, so she's breathing pretty heavily. She's outside. Uh, Sen and, and um, Vivi, you guys definitely hear someone run down the stairs, throw open a door and, and go outside. She's just standing in the, on the lawn, like breathing. Okay. We'll go to our final on Mayhem. He gets a good night's rest. The <laughs> <laughs> <Be> end. <Everything. laughs> Mayhem. You wake up on a ship. It's not the Angel's Valley. It's the Death's Embrace. Now, you may not remember from two years ago. <laughs> uh, that is Captain Gale's ship. And you are not out on the open ocean. You are docked, and there are people all around you. You see Mr. Tiny, directly in front of you. You see Gale, kind of at the front of the boat. 
and uh, you see Grant on the docks. It's a familiar conversation. You've been here before. You recognize Emilia and Onra on their knees on the dock in front of Grand, him with his axe going back and forth between the two. What do you do? Is anybody holding me back at this time? No. There is Mr. Tiny right in front of you. He's gonna try and march past Mr. Tiny without even paying him any attention. His eyes are locked on ground. Make a contested strength check as he goes to grab you. It is a nightmare. So seven total. Seven. <laughs> he grabs you, and it's locked in there. You can't get out of it. Just as Grand raises the axe and brings it down into Onra's neck. But instead of hearing the same sound you heard, you hear a meaty, wet snap instead. As the axe comes up again to finish it, you hear the same wet snap, even though it takes her head off and you see her bleed out from the neck onto the dock. It's the same wet snap. Then mm -hmm. you feel that rage, that sorrow, that hate. And all of a sudden you're in Gron's room with your friends fighting him, trying to save who you can. You do the finishing blow, again. Goes through his head, through the neck, just a bit off, and again, the same wet snap. Does not sound like it should. Mm -hmm. Then, you're on the field, again. The dragons are everywhere. Fire's raining down. You just watched the horror of the orchestra get ripped to shreds. You saw the conductor burned alive. And you tried to befriend a dragon. It comes down to you, and you feel the same emotions. Here is something beautiful. Here is something rare, and yet you must kill it. You shed a tear, and you swing your sword up, slicing it off again at the neck. But this time, again, a wet snap. Doesn't sound like a sword cutting through. It sounds like a, a large branch or twig that's still green got snapped. You run away. 
but you can't make any headway. You're running in place, scared, mortified, self-loathing. And then you hear somebody from behind you. come up and grab you around the throat with their arm, both of them like this, right? And they whisper in there, in your ear hole. As, as you're running away, actively running away, they whisper, you don't deserve to live, coward, and breaks your neck. And you hear the same wet snap. Only this time, it belongs. This is a wet snap you have heard before. Mm-hmm. One that has been haunting you for a long, long time. As you remember why you ran away from Drakenholm. Then you wake up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just to recontextualize something, am I still, I would, I'm still kind of sleeping on the floor and is Reginald still unconscious on the floor next to me? Yes, absolutely, that's where he ended up that night. So, as Mayhem kind of passed out, his hand would lean, would go towards uh, Reginald's hand to mm-hmm. hold it. And mm-hmm. as this as this kind of happens, he, I'd, I'd say his hand is writhing and getting a little tenser. His palms mm-hmm. getting sweatier. He's gripping his hand tighter. Yeah. I don't know what Reginald's reaction is to this, but at, uh, near the end of that, he's probably mayhem is waking up, um, in kind of a a blind rage in a way uh, for a for a fleeting but strong moment and. The armor kind of clings to him even more intensely in this moment, and he just kind of steps up and holds Reginald to his, like, to his hip, very close to his body, making sure he's safe. Peppermint. I almost want to say he instinctually pulls the sword out of its sheath and stabs it into the ground mm. or into the planks of the wood. Sorry, I'll pay for it. And <laughs> you don't have any money. Don't uh, on a debt. He always means well, but he has no money. <laughs> and but in that in that rage, he's he's going. I think the one thing he's going to shout without any hesitation or subtlety is, "I will not lose another." And just straight through the ground, uh, his sword goes, and I mean, no one's there to see it, but almost a white membrane moves over his eyes mm-hmm. in the, uh, from yeah, like left to right, and just kind of, kind of recedes a little bit, and just, and he's checking, he's his hands in this, his, you know, the, his sword's jammed into the ground, and Reginald's to his left. Your hand in Reginald's. Yeah, <laughs> I stabbed Reginald. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Make an attack roll. I was thinking of that, dude. Make an like, attack roll. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you stab Reginald. Yeah, it's like We're one, not that, one kill him or Reg, twenty. No. <laughs> I know which of these is good. <laughs> you wake up about three forty-five in the morning, huh. and you recall you have an appointment at four. Oh, you best get right. running. Yeah. 
wake Reggie up. You need him to get you to the thing. After, after those membranes move back in his eyes, when I notice a clock, I'll be just, just kind of, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna take probably at least those 15 minutes to get his composure and be like, I have to go. Hmm. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, before Mayhem leaves, you guys got a little bit of time there. I know Sen and Vivi are in the office, right? Uh, we were in the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen? To get Sorry. water. Okay. But Kitchen with the candlestick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nice. if we had like gotten the water and heard a huge ruckus mm-hmm. with uh, Rhea going down the stairs and into the backyard, mm-hmm. I think we would have probably given each other a look and gone out to see what was happening. Okay. Yeah, no, the the first thing after getting water, I would be asking that he's like, do, do you have any, um, oh, this is a weird question to ask. Do you have any uh, maple syrup? Um, anything maple, anything, anything, anything? Well, embarrassingly, I don't really know what is in the kitchen, but we can look. <laughs> yeah, and I will, Go in with Vivi and he'll be like, do you know if, and like, a little frantic, uh-huh. just pulling up over things after having drank in the glass of water. Um, just trying to find any, like, one, one, one way train right now. Just trying to open up yeah. cabinets. Going, 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 you know, this one's plates, this one's more plates. How many people do you entertain? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then eventually you do find um, some maple syrup there. Uh, a jug of it, actually. And a jug. Um, it stores in the do- it, just... jug, it's transferred to something for the application. Yeah. Hmm. Got it. Uh, grab the jug, <laughs> uncork it, and just do a deep inhale. Mm-hmm. And you can see that her breathing starts to calm a bit. Uh, are you all right? Mm. Yes. No, yes. Um, I... I had a very... Um, vivid dream and I needed, uh, uh, I don't know, something to uh, uh, ground, ground of me. I suppose Um, the evening's events maybe shook us all because I had a rather vivid dream myself. Hmm. Yeah, um, it was, uh, Takes another sniff. It's, it, uh, well, uh, if I may ask, was, uh, what, what, what was uh, your dream about? Uh, just some bad memories. Hmm. Uh, inside check that. Jeff, good. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Roll your dice in the mail and then mail it to us and then. I got you, okay? Make, make I'll a roll. Send it over via few. 
Uh, I got a 22 insight. Okay. Uh, from a 22 insight, you can glean that uh, it's it's more than just uh, like a, a bad dream. There's there's something that's that's bothering her. Hmm. Now that she's centered herself a bit, it's still soaked through shirt. I, uh, I thought I, uh, no, I didn't, I, I had a dream that I, I think I saw my, uh, parents in, and I don't know, I haven't had anything that vivid in a while. And if it feels like I'm overshowering, I am. Uh, we're trying this new thing called a uh, trust. <laughs> so, um, from the other, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it may seem weird that I'm sniffing your jug of uh, maple syrup, but uh, one of the few memories I have of. My mother eyes that she she just she kind of smelled like maple. So, uh, again, we met only a few days ago. But if we are to be adventuring together, I think it would be a fresh start to um, know where our hangups are. In case we uh, we meet something in the field that is uh, in a less than suitable environment as your cushy home. Well, thank you for sharing. And in return, I will share that I was dreaming of my father. <laughs> I wish I had something like maple syrup to bring him back to me. But I know about trying to remain close to our memories. Yeah, it is a... I... Like in the dream, I don't know what she looks like. I, I have no idea. But I know for certain that this is one way I can be closer to her, no matter where she is. Maybe just nods at that. Kind of feeling sad uh, that Sen, I, I think that's probably the first time Sen like really heard, or uh, Vivi's heard this much about Sen's parents and backgrounds, and maybe didn't realize that Sen never knew her. Mm. Like, never even, or can't remember what her parents look like. Or at least her mother. So she's kind of feeling sad about that, and maybe thankful a little bit for, or feeling lucky for the time that she had with her own father. I'm going to assume at this point, probably the back door opens. Yes. Yeah, it's... 
chunk, 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 chunk. And there, she's oh. she's out. What was that? And then we like, uh, yeah, Vivi will kind of rush to that. see that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I will rush over and bring one of the knives over. <laughs> yep, it appears right in your hand. So you guys head out. They, you guys open it up into the, the courtyard and uh, you see Rhea out there. Rhea. Um, I'm gonna say she actually probably didn't close the door behind her. She just uh -huh. threw it open and ran out. One second, we got raided again, guys. Sorry. <gasps> what? We got raided by uh, Sky M Sparkle. Oh, Sky okay. MC Sparkle. Sky MC Sparkle. Sky McSparkle has raided. I That's, got it. That is what that is. Oh it my is. gosh, it, it McSparkle. Is. I love that. Sky McSparkle is raided, and we are doing a, a giveaway right now. Uh, show them that, that trap deck from Nord Games. Boom. Get trapped. There it is. <laughs> For levels 9 to 12, a bunch of random traps in there. You can just pull it. Uh, hashtag chaos in the chat to win it. Must be present to win. Uh, thanks for raiding, guys. Thanks for checking us out. We're going to get right back into the serious stuff. Thank you. All right. Raid Shades Bleeding Heart Edition. I really wanted to say that. Uh, <laughs> bleeding Heart Raid Shades. Don't patronize me. <laughs> no, but please like do. Go to our oh, Patreon. Okay, okay. <laughs> please patronize us. Hey. <laughs> oh. If you feel so inclined. If you guys want to check out uh, any of the stuff, uh, previous stuff, it's all on YouTube, or you can get it in podcast format, wherever you get your podcast. Check out Natural One. All right. Uh, so Rhea did not close the door. It swung open, oh, she and you're was, out there. Yeah. Breathing. She was like, I gotta get the hell out of this house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so she threw the door open and she's like standing on the lawn, like at the ready, just like looking out at the sky, just breathing really heavily. Mm -hmm. Raya? She turns around really suddenly. I, I, um, I just needed some air. And she's gonna scratch her head and realize she's still in the braid, or her hair is still in the braid, and she's very suddenly going to like frantically undo it. Mm -hmm. And just let it like get out and like shake her head out really aggressively. Did you by any chance have a vivid dream? And she's just gonna nod and stare at Vivi. Vivi looks back at Sen. Seems we're all plagued with that this evening. She killed my father. Who? My mother. I, I can't, I need, and she's looking around the garden. Um, is there like a, what's like the largest tree in the garden? <laughs> Did you have oh. a mind? <laughs> I do not, because I don't know regionally what would make sense, so I leave it to you. Um, yeah, we'll put an olive tree in there. There's a big old olive tree in there. She's looking at it, and it's... Do you know where I can find something bigger? Um, perhaps one of the public parks, but it's, it's late, and it's I'm, close by. I need to talk to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Vivi is slightly confused and looks back at Sen, wondering if this has happened before. He looks to me and I'm like, I was just sniffing maple syrup. If she wants to go talk to a tree, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you>. Amazing. <laughs> Momentary pause. 
you were sniffing syrup. <laughs> it was a uh, long, complicated. We all had very bad dreams. We all had a very long day. You said your mother killed your father. In my dream. Not, no, she, not in, not outside of it. He's out there somewhere still. I'm going to find him. Did your father love trees? <laughs> no, no, the, uh, I need to, I need to see what this tree meant. I, I need to talk to the Marakute. I need to see what a flesh tree means. I need to know that Migisi is okay. She, um, uh, one of, one of the Marakute, one of my tribe. I need to, I need to go talk to one of the, the older ones have more connection. The bigger the tree, the, the older the tree, the more connection they have. I just, I need, I need a tree. I need to talk to them. Okay. <laughs> Does a flesh tree tickle anything in the brain? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that is something that you've you've never heard uh, about before. Um, it it could very well just be chalked up to crazy ass dream, right? So, it's one mm -hmm. of those things. I'm yelling gibberish in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> is it urgent we go now? I I can go. I can. It's fine. No, not by yourself. It's just that if we're out at this time of night. It might look suspicious. Uh, not impossible, mm -hmm. but I'll be fine. Just point me the right way, and I'll. Um, I I can get around the city fine as a cat. Uh, yeah. Um, and I will scratch my forehead and think. What's the park? That <laughs> I was hoping it's the south southeasternmost park in the Merchant <laughs> District, or sorry, in the uh, residential district. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You should. Uh, Vizzy, would you know if blah 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 park has a large tree? Just say the southeastern park. That's fine. <laughs> would the southeastern park have a large tree over there? Oh, uh, yes, of course. Southeast. And she's going to look up at the sky, <laughs> look at the stars. You I know mean, is way. it far from here, Vizzy? Perhaps we could all walk over there. It's not too far yet. We could. Let's all go together. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And she's like scratching her big hair again. And just like feeling, making sure there's no br any plates of the braid left. Yeah. And then you hear <laughs> from the inside. I was hoping. Of the house. <laughs> I will not lose another! <laughs> That's right. We hear that yelling. Oh, no. oh seems to be uh. a trend and... <laughs> 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 well, we should all get coats anyways, so why don't we do that and I'll check on Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. You guys start heading in. Rhea, do you head in? You stay out. She stays stay outside. Out. Okay. She's not even, if there's like any um, pavement or anything for like a deck or a patio, she's yeah. like off of all of it. She's like, I'm on, on the, the grass, grass and I'm not touching anything else. And Vivi looks over her shoulder, notices, and just makes a point to grab her cloak. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, so Vivi, you go inside. Uh, Sen, do you go inside as well? Uh, Vivi, you'll feel a little bit of a scamper up your leg and then a little bit of a float before you 
see and feel uh, a happy on your shoulder. <laughs> Hello, <Mom>. happy. Eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks back where we're in the set and just waiting there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll turn. I'll have turn my back and just stay with Raya. Um, but yeah, and then Happy looks to you and just does a little half tongue out, just like a. Before retreating back into its mouth. <laughs> okay, well, Sen will be here and there at the same time. I see. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Vivi will run up the stairs. Uh, so uh, he was actually in in your um. Like oh, the, the, the parlor thing. The, the parlor. Okay, so we're in the, the parlor. Yep. With Reginald. So she'll since it's the parlor, she'll just open the door. She won't knock. Mm-hmm. You'll just see a, a dragonborn, heavily breathing, panicked, and uh, sword in right hand in the ground, unsheathed, and then Reginald. It, Somewhat being like held, coddled, you know, in in his left arm, and just very much asleep. Yeah, Reginald's asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> Closer to memories. Ah, uh, yes. I think we are all experiencing this. Has anyone seen Matrix? I'm sure she is fine. Who knows if she will even tell us? And I'll, and I'll stand up and I'm gonna take a heavy gulp and just sheathe the sword again and make sure Reginald's okay. I'm not like just throwing him around. I'm, I'm You're very gentle sure. with yeah. him. Yeah. Vivi peeks at the savage. hole in her floor. <laughs> it just raises her eyebrows a little bit, like, and then kind of gets it together. <laughs> As you get up. You just hear Reginald <laughs> shivering a little bit. I will look for a blanket and cover him <laughs> in that, but I'm still gonna look perturbed. Yeah. You know, I'm still gonna look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be like, oh, life, mm-hmm. and to cover him in a blanket. What's <laughs> the truth of that? Oh, and I actually will say, um, he's not—he's fully unconscious, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna try and whisper as best I can to him and be, if I don't see you again, for a long time, just know I will be with you, and I will be looking for you. We will discuss water more, <laughs> once again. And uh, he, he kind of whispers that, I don't know, I mean, he's not really hiding it, yeah. Mayhem's not really hiding it, but if you want to hear it, you Yeah, can. Vivi probably heard it. Yeah, and 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 then I'm, uh, he'll stand up, sheathe the sword, kind of click it, Back into pl- lock it back into place. I have, I have things I must do. I have to, I have to go. Can, do you need? Wait, do we? We don't know about his appointment. Send us. That's the only. Uh, do you need us to accompany you? We're about to go out with Raya. I will do anything to help you. Help anyone or here through this. But I am leaving now. Follow or don't. I apologize. I need to talk to someone. Uh, right, okay. I'll be at the south 
Eastern. Southeastern Park. Oh, that's strange. That's where we're going as well. <laughs> uh, do I need the insight to know that? <laughs> I know that. No, I know that Sen would know where I need to yeah, go. Yeah, happy tongue You see happy. Yeah, I see happy. You, oh. you see happy, and you put it together. <laughs> Uh, then and when then Happy I will actually float on over and just land on your shoulder, seeing you with like this intense expression on your face. Is your brow furrowed at all? Very. It's gonna like climb up onto your head. Oh no. And then just stick its tongue right in the uh -huh. <laughs> Where, like, you know where you're really tense up, your eyebrows, and just go back. Well, that's adorable. <laughs> I just love the, the fact because you have a long face that yeah. Happy could, like, curl up on this part looking yeah. right. It works both ways. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that that could happen. I was like, oh, that's funny. Aww. I kind of want imagery of that version of it, where he's like on the brow and he's like still serious. He's like, mm, there's a there's a happy on my face. <laughs> there's a <laughs> hey man, why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> but, at, but, at, but as he says, follow or don't, he will ha he will uh, pleasantly as a parent pet happy, <laughs> but like I don't know, it, uh, try and kind of angle, maybe like maybe actually you know he's gonna pick him up. And take him and cradle him like a baby, hmm. cradle happy like a baby, and look in the eyes and be like, follow or don't, and looks into Happy's eyes. Mm. Right, <laughs> right. That's Sen. That son of a Sen. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Or daughter. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, and. Yeah, I'm, yeah still, I'm still moving, um, even though you like addressed that word. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we'll come with you. But Vivi is going to rush, try to get a coat for herself, Rhea's cloak, grab something for Sen. <laughs> um, she'll at the top of the stairs stop, and then go back to Natrix's room with a very soft tap. There's Natrix? no answer. No answer whatsoever. Natrix. And she, she'll like creak open the door a little bit just to peek in to see if she's sleeping or not. <laughs> what does she see? You see Natrix's back. She's on the floor, like in the fetal position, hugging her knees, and uh, she's just sitting there. She'll drop everything and rush over there. Mm -hmm. Cloaks hit the ground. She opens the door and goes in. When you come up to her, She's silent, with a smile on her face. But she's kind of rocking back and forth. And you can see that her hands are very tightly gripped on her. Her smile fluctuates, but she's silent. And maybe you're just gonna cautiously take both hands Let's get some fresh air. And she'll just nod. Okay. Yeah. Pick up the cloaks or coats <laughs> and everything. <laughs> You're ready. Natrix, you put some clothes on? 
This time, yes. Okay. This time, yes. <laughs> it's chilly out there, I'm just saying. She uh, wraps the blanket. <laughs> I imagine Jenkins has woken up with all the... Um, For sure, yeah. So Vivi will like kind of just let him know that where they're going and just try to brush it off. Like, you know, we're just having restless nights after, you know, all the excitement, not get too much into the dreams mm -hmm. and just said, we all need some fresh air and we think it's safer as a group. Um, yeah. Of course. Um, then we should have some tea ready for you in your chat. Thank you. Of course. In his nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in a long. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, great. Out here, looking, out here looking like Ebenezer. Yeah. That's what I was like. Got a little like candle yeah, on a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> he screws <laughs> up. In the background, he's experiencing that whole thing. He's a Ebenezer, if you will. Hey. Oh man. <laughs> Jenkins is suddenly Michael Caine. <laughs> Watching Muppet Christmas Carol. It's so That's good. Oh, it's so it's good. a Christmas must. That's really literally is. my favorite one ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wait, which one? Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> That's like many people one. will. Fight me. <laughs> Movie talks tomorrow. We'll get that. <laughs> okay. So you guys kind of get together, um, and I assume you're going to go out the back where Rhea is. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you go there and you start heading down. Um, from the merchant's district to the um, residential district, walking over to the southeastern park. And that's where we're going to call it for tonight. Ooh. It is already 10 o'clock, and uh, there's other stuff that I really want to get into, but that flew by. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we'll leave it here because we got to get some rest for tomorrow, but we're going to pick this right on up next week. So it's, uh, it's going to be some exciting stuff. We'll uh, get to see what happens in the park. <laughs> and then what happens the following morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, have a, we have a plot to try and possibly erase portion of uh, Reginald's memory mm -hmm. so that uh, he will not give away Sen's um, true nature of not being indoctrinated in Uslium. Um, and you're going to go meet a dragonborn uh, this time with Everyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even though you said you wouldn't. <laughs> I Tell like no one. it this way, though. So this is my entourage. <laughs> so this is my party. You didn't mean cool. them, right? Of course. <laughs> I thought that was given. You said I didn't. You said I shouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't. Loopholes. <laughs> 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 I love it. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for for sticking around um, through through all of the nightmares. Uh, love the role play. Of course, you guys are amazing. Um, I'm really excited for next episode and where all this is going to lead. Um, I hope you guys liked it too. I thought it was a fun way to kind of get some awesome. backstory out there for yeah. the audience and then give you guys something to discuss for it. So I was I was excited for that. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you liked it. Okay. Oh <laughs> man. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna call it for tonight, guys. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. We um, are so glad to be back. Thanks for coming back to see us, even though we've been off for for a while there. So thank you guys for coming back and, and taking a look. Thanks for the raid raiders. Thank you so much. I'm sure they're gonna be drawing or rolling the uh, the hashtag chaos uh, deck roll here pretty quick. Um, so. <laughs> Be sure to give us a follow, guys. Give us a follow on Twitch, uh, especially you Raiders. If you're new, give us a follow. Uh, costs you nothing. Um, if you're on YouTube, give us a sub. 
And uh, if you're listening to us on podcast right now, please, uh, if you like it, give a review. If you don't like it, go watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> give us a positive re- review and then go. That, watch that, that's else. right. That's right. <laughs> give us a positive review or watch something else. Exactly. Don't, Those are the don't options. Don't do that other one. <laughs> <laughs> there is no third option. Exactly. Um, <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, don't forget, guys, tomorrow we have Chaos Agents Season 2. Yes. Where something happened last last episode, I'm sure. I have to sell a bunch of shit that Thomas gave me so I can make a broken-ass character. That's pretty I'm much what I'm that. aiming for. I, I'm excited for that. No, takes these backsies, Thomas. He's nodding his head. Yes, I can sense it in his heart. I can sense it in his heart. But my eyes can he see gave him the doing most this. disapproving look. He's going to be kind about it. I can see it in my heart, but my eyes see the disapproving face, Paul. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So check it out, guys, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Chaos Agents. Uh, then we have the Redacted Reports continues on Wednesday. So that's going to drop. Get ready for it. Uh, and then, of course, Saturday, we are going to do uh, Great Dane Society, but this time it's going to be the final talkback episode now that the campaign is finished. Oh. So they're gonna talk about it, they're gonna check it out. Um, we're gonna do that thing as well in a minute here, so if you're a patron, you'll be able to check out our After Dark, which we're gonna do here pretty quick, where we're gonna talk about some stuff. Uh, but then, of course, don't forget, Saturday, November 26th, all day, for 24 hours, we are doing a charity stream starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So come check it out. You're going to see all sorts of cool people, guests. A lot of people are doing this with us, so we're very excited to be doing it. Come see us, guys. Come support um, charity. Do it. You know, now that I've guilted you. All right. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I didn't see if anyone rolled or, or won the, the giveaway. Do we have a do we have a giveaway? Did it roll? Are we good? I can. Yes. That's a ah, thumb. That's a thumb. Andrea of the Burbs. Andrea of hey. the Burbs won hey. the giveaway. Hey. That is a friend of the show for sure. Don't forget Birds of Paradise, you guys. Um, you get some awesome dice. We roll with them here. We love them. And um, if you do chaotic twenty at or chaotic with it, chaotic for twenty percent. Yeah, it's just chaotic at checkout. You'll get twenty percent off of your order. So, thank you, um, Birds of Paradise, and congratulations, Andrea, on on the win. It's a great deck. May your home games be wonderful as a result. And filled with treacherous traps. Indeed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna go into the after dark. Thanks for stopping by, and thanks, of course, for starting your week off right with a critical fail. By the way, you all have one point of exhaustion now. Damn it. Oh no! Bye! (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Natural One, a Quests and Chaos production. We are a tabletop RPG and board game streaming channel. Please give us a rating and a review at your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us grow our audience and allows us to continue producing content. Join us live every Monday night at 7 p.m. for new episodes of Natural One at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos. And check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash questschaos, for board games, back episodes of Natural One, and episodes of Chaos Agents, Call of Cthulhu, and Carbon 2185.
Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislavski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.